Fast Break Room, everybody. Uh, New Rockstar's daily show that keeps you updated on just what's happening right now in nerd news. We are 100% live, though we are also 100% remote uh, for the last day. The plan is tomorrow we'll be back in our office in our actual break room. Uh, but for day, we're excited to be here with you. We're talking Doctor Strange, Top Gun, Dune, Star Wars, and of course, we've got some gorse to discourse, okay? Uh, we're gonna be talking Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, with me to discuss, we've got uh, dishonorably discharged from multiple Arby's, Mr. Brandon Barrick. Oh yes, they won't let me near the meats anymore. Uh. <laughs> we've got um, uh, always a maiden, never on her maiden voyage. We've got Jessica Clemens. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. And and finally, the rear admiral of the poop deck, Mr. Tommy <laughs> Beckdold. Hey, what's up, everybody? I want to give a special shout out to the Tom Squad, always diffusing conflicts. All right. <laughs> love every one of you. Love every one of my fans. So thankful for you. So grateful for you on this Wednesday, this glorious Wednesday. Oh, I love it. What a nice way to start us off there, Tommy. Uh, real quick, we'll be watching that chat. We'll have some polls going on throughout the show. And... We appreciate you folks that are throwing in a couple bucks in the super chat. When we hit multiples of 100 bucks in the super chat, it will unlock our swear jar. And our swear jar allows one of us to swear. We're not supposed to be cursing or using profanity otherwise. We can only do it. The SCC will only, the FCC, the SCC, the NAACP, none of them will allow us to curse on this show only when um, we hit 100 bucks on the swear jar. And today, for the first time, we're going to run a quick poll when we hit that Ooh. to determine who gets to swear. So are we'll, we, we'll, yeah. Are we not going to acknowledge that Jessica just curled her lashes nope. live on the air? <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. This show is not your baby. personal vanity, Jessica. <laughs> this is what you sound like every teacher I had in high school. <laughs> uh, they were right, Jessica. They were right. Shut wow. It. They were like, Jessica, please, we're having a fire drill. Stop curling your lashes. <laughs> I said, after I'm finished. I mean, oh, how are we God. supposed to proceed with straight lashes in this show? We, we, uh, we need her to be able to see everything. Yeah. And um, you know, for, oh, for our haters who think that the show's not live, I just want to celebrate once again the Tigers winning 4 2 in extra innings <laughs> just moments ago. Okay? Okay, everybody. The show's freaking live. It's Very live. live. Or, or we recorded 17 versions of this show with every possible score outcome. Yes. And we just over a one. billion. I've looked at over a billion different outcomes, and only one ends with the Tigers <laughs> winning 42. <laughs> only one. Uh, okay, let us begin the show with the headlines. Great, all the news uh, you want to know about that's coming out today. Uh, the Twitter account, Doctor Strange Updates, posted an unfinished deleted scene of uh, from Multiverse of Madness of Wong Rintra. I think I'm pronouncing that right. That's our green uh, bull-looking uh, wizard there. And uh, some other Cambertage sorcerers climbing up Wondergore Mountain to learn more about the Darkhold. It's just a quick uh, shot, no dialogue or anything like that. You see a couple sorcerers flying off the mountain after some kind of wind blast or something like that. Um, any thoughts on this? What this could have mean? Because like, we never saw any sorcerers beyond Wong and Strange, mm. right? Uh, at at Wonder Gore. Yeah. I mean, I, I to me, it seems like this was maybe an original, you know, like this was maybe the original plan before they went to the reshoots where they would be, mm. rather than being 
brought there by Wanda, rather than Wong being brought there as a, as a hostage by Wanda, they were per- perhaps pursuing her, you know, per, or, or, or trying to intervene and get there before, like, maybe, maybe it's, maybe she finds out about the second Darkhold, uh, from another, from another Comertage sorcerer, and then it's a race to Wondercore mm-hmm. Mountain. And in this case, them flying back represents the fact that good old Wanda Maximoff got there first. <laughs> Can't be beat. I was thinking maybe they were coming to rescue Wong or something. Like, oh. They're like, yeah, we should probably go get him. He saved a lot of us by getting her out of here. Took a yeah. lot of the torture for us, so uh, we should go get him. And then yeah, they like all of them would be destroyed by the rock people. Yeah. Maybe. The rock people who did nothing ever? Yeah, maybe. That did nothing ever? That disappeared? They they died in a spectacular fashion, I guess. Um, (laughs) Ooh, in other news, Echo writer Marianne Dare, I I think I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that name right, uh, shared a new logo on Twitter for the Echo series that has started filming. Um, You know, a nice font. Marvel's always, especially in their, like, Disney Plus days or their Comic-Con presentations, Mm -hmm. they're always giving you some real fun fonts for all the different shows and the productions. And they're so limited because Avatar has the the dominance (laughs) on Papyrus. So they're not no, they able to change ever use. It. They changed it, Tommy. I won't allow this. This one of the Comic Sans. One of the all-time best SNL sketches. Just look up Papyrus SNL. J- uh, Ryan Gosling at his best. Uh, it delayed. So it delayed Avatar two six years because they were working on those fonts. Okay. Yeah, you're right. It's now it's a crisp uh, Cambriel or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a sans serif. It's a sans Times serif. old Roman is what I always stick <laughs> with. Um, and, and we'll be getting little dribs and drabs of, of the Echo series. I think that's coming out next year. It's somewhere on the docket. You know, Mar- uh, Marvel and Disney Plus love to kind of shuffle those things around. But it's filming now, which is a great sign. Uh, speaking of filming now, Sony has released the first plot details for its upcoming Madam Web uh, film starring Dakota jo- Johnson and uh, Sydney Sweeney of... Um, uh, Euphoria and White Lotus fame, uh, and and they dropped. You know, it was otherwise just kind of a normal uh, notice, but they dropped a sentence in. It was kind of the first confirmation of plot details, and the sentence was: "The film will be an origin story of the clairvoyant Madame Web, whose psychic abilities allow her to see within the spider world." Now that's very similar to the comic book uh, backstory of the character, but like, do we think see within the spider world? Are we gonna see a Tom Holland? Are we gonna see a Tom Hardy? Mm. What kind of Spider World are we gonna be peeking into? I hope it pulls. I hope that for whatever reason, out of nowhere, the Madam Web movie is the one that brings at like Holland, Topher Grace, Hardy, like uh, J- Joe Mangelio or whatever the guy who played Flash Thompson in the original one, who's like hunky uh, True Blood. Honestly, I mean, I hope it's like she's just like. A cartoon Miles Morales, maybe a real life Miles Morales. She pulls them all in. Are they over? Are they over versing the Spider Verse? Is this too much? Like, have we done the team ups now? A couple. I mean, first you had Into the Spider Verse, which was animated, right. but it was well lauded, and we're gonna have a sequel to that. We've had No Way Home. It's like, are we getting tired of like mm. this? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. I don't I mean, think I people are ever gonna get tired of Spider Man. I mean, That's Jessica has a good. Point, I guess, in that, like the comics have basically embraced it. They're like, no, they're always the going to be together. The only the time, time we ever really, as a nation, experienced Spider Man fatigue was when they made it like they took all the fun out of it and just made it serious, mm. which was kind of like the culmination of the amazing Spider Man 2, right? It was like, here's a humorless take on Spider Man. And that was not the fault of 
you know, Gar- Andrew Garfield by any means, but it was like, what if we made all of like the the whimsy and like, you know, or or at least just like, you know, uh, humor of Spider-Man being so young and having so much responsibility and great power, as famously noted. Uh, <laughs> like, what if we took that all away and just made it kind of like a brooding emo like tragedy, <laughs> and then yeah. And, and and you know and then and then and it came back with great success once they restored all that with Tom Holland. So yeah, I let's hope like let's that. hope Jessica's right. Nobody's tired. We can always have more Spider Verse, and that as long as they kind of come at it right, yeah, we'll gobble it up. We'll yum. continue to gobble it up. Yum 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 <laughs> yum. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard shot down some rumors. It was kind of a TikTok that went viral that she has been either cast as Invisible Woman or is set to be the director of the upcoming Fantastic Four mm-hmm. movie. Kind of like a fan presented her with a Funko Pop of of uh sue storm invisible woman and she was like no 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 those rumors aren't true which who knows maybe that is a backhand confirmation maybe it is truly she's just shooting down rumors but her name is kind of getting linked with that property in multiple different ways uh which is cool i say say gender bend the thing go switch them switch them yes tommy yes and 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 that's the type that's the body type we want the the thing i mean could we have you know what we're not getting chicklets back and they ain't calling me so it sounds like, yeah, it's getting Bryce they, Dallas. They I think getting back and they're not calling me. I think uh, Bryce Dallas oh. Howard will be in the um, the Fantastic Four movie, but as reprising her role as Gwen Stacy. I think she's going to be oh, an yeah. older yeah, Gwen Stacy awesome. working for the Baxter Foundation. Whoa. Wow. Take it to the bank. Bold. Oh, my God. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a Barrick guarantee. That's a Barrick guarantee. guarantee. Uh, if it doesn't come true, you know, hit me up. I'll refund you the cost of your ticket to the movie. <laughs> It's a uh, barrack brick. A couple more of those, and you, you can build an outhouse. Uh, we've got more Marvel discussion coming up. But first, uh, we're going to dip our toes into some Star Wars stuff, because this is a big week for Star Wars. Tomorrow, Tommy's hitting the road, heading down to Anaheim for Star Wars Celebration. He's going to be down there with Eric Voss, probably get some reports back, probably get some fun content for both the Break Room and the New Rockstars YouTube channel and social media channels. And... We're getting two episodes of Obi-Wan dropping late Thursday, early Friday. We're hoping maybe we get an Andor trailer. Maybe we get some uh, Ahsoka early footage. Who knows what we might get, but we're already starting to get some dribs and drabs of Star Wars news coming out ahead of this. Like uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen have been doing a lot of press for Obi-Wan. And Ewan McGregor told Entertainment Weekly that while while Kenobi has brought a version of Obi-Wan closer to the Alec Guinness representation from the original trilogy, he's still open to making more seasons. Uh, and we need a a name for this on the break room. Anytime yeah. an actor's like, sure, I'd make more, I'd make more episodes of this, or sure, I'd be in more movies, right? Like yeah. the um, the official, like I'll take I'll take more checks uh, like the, stamp of it's like the, like yeah, we, we take a drink thirsty every thespian. time that happens. Ooh, thirsty thespians, thirsty thespians. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I, yeah, I gotta say, guys, we're so excited. Eric and I have been texting back and forth. I've got my AG one individual packets ready to go uh, from Athletic Greens. I'm going to be firing those in my stomach every morning, and then I'm going to be ready to take on Kathleen Kennedy and Dave Filoni with the hard-hitting questions we've been wondering, like, what does Thrawn's butthole look like? You know, stuff like that. Just you know, the I'm butthole. Like, Will we see yeah. it? 
All my Where questions are going to be, be butthole related. Uh, and I'm a, I mean, it's my goal to be the ass man of the Star Wars. <laughs> I want people Tommy, to like that's Tommy Bechtel, the Woodward and Bernstein of the yeah. uh, Star Wars universe, the Ronan Farrow of uh, Star Wars investigative I, journalism. I, I'm working Philip pretty hard to have a video come out Saturday that's like Max Rebo. How does he go to the bathroom with a, with an arrow? Pointing in between those massive legs, he plays the keyboard. <laughs> so, oh God! So stay tuned, guys. If that's not a reason to get you watching the break room Thursday and Friday, I don't know what it is because I'm sending in vlogs and I'm sending in hogs, which are just <laughs> hugs by me, chunky hugs. Oh, ah! In an interview with uh, Joe.ie, Hayden Christensen teased the upcoming uh, Vader vs. Kenobi confrontation, saying it's a personal mission for him. We've and, and now this kind of sparked us. We were talking about this earlier in the office. You know, the the vibe coming out ahead of Kenobi is that this is like redemption for Hayden Christensen and his performance in the prequel trilogy, right? And and we just had in Spider-Man No Way Home, kind of Andrew Garfield getting kind of his redemption in his portrayal of Peter Parker. Are there other characters that we feel like, or or actors and their portrayal of a character that we feel like are due? for a redemption that haven't yet had it out there. Get that Ben Affleck Daredevil in here, baby. Let's see uh, the multiverse open, an old man Daredevil comes through, a little beaten, a little tired. Absolutely. I think that, uh, Brandon, I kind of took your, from our morning discussion, you had mentioned Topher Grace Mm. returning as Venom, or maybe it was Zach, I can't remember. But it was uh, it was one of you two. I get you confused. You both look the same. All white people look the same to me. Well, part uh, of the problem is in that morning meeting, we're we're both dialing in from our bunk beds. So you guys are really burning. I don't know how your wives put up with that, but it is amazing. That it was part of our contracts to marry us. It's part of the uh, yeah. Sometimes you guys do bubble baths where you're just sitting at opposite ends of the tub and you call in, and that's those are my favorite meetings. Uh, Jessica and I do that too, but for a different reason. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I say Topher Grace, bring him back. <laughs> what a way to what a way to get, get to that. Um, in the uh, Star Wars issue of Variety, uh, Kathleen Kennedy revealed that Leslie Headland is uh, pulling heavily from the Star Wars extended universe or the Legend stories for the upcoming Acolyte series. Um, I don't think that's one that has not started filming yet. That one's further down on the pipeline than a lot of the other series we're talking about. So we're not hoping to see any footage of that anytime soon. I think they're still kind of in the writer's room for that. And uh, fans are hoping uh, many aspects of those legend stories to become canon because as of now, they have not been treated that way. Right. Yeah, the fans are so, like, really hardcore Star Wars fans love those legend stories. Our own uh, producer, Dodson, is a huge legends fan and like the idea of some of these stories becoming canon again i think is so important for them because when disney kind of you know like when they took over lucas films and then kind of placed all of these stories in the eu they're like this is the extended universe these aren't necessarily canon anymore i mean i know a lot of people kind of felt like they lost time off of their like their like fan lives like where they were like wow i spent 10 years reading the novelizations <laughs> of dash rendar are you telling me this is not canon anymore Ooh, i but, love uh, me some dash rendar baby yeah mm. no, who doesn't but uh anyway yeah i think the fa- there's a lot of fans that are excited by the idea yeah. of acolyte restoring some of their favorite and, legends and, and it's cool too it's getting 
really far away from the Skywalker saga, yeah. too, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's way like, hundreds of years before. It's supposed to be about right? 100 years before Phantom Menace, I think. Mm. Something like that. And I, I think it's a great idea. I mean, there's all tons of extended universe, what is now known as Legends canon. I think they're doing a good job of picking the cream of the crap to come in. It doesn't all need to come in. Some of those stories are all over the place. But, like, you know, we, we know they're bringing Thrawn in. They've already dropped his name. An official mm-hmm. like Star Wars universe, so it's like, and that's a great character that's much beloved. It was obviously in the Clone Wars and stuff like that, Rebels. Um, but yeah, I think there's a lot of. Uh, Dotson was mentioning Revan, who's like a very popular character from this time. Mm-hmm. Let's see on this show. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I am really excited to see a whole host of new characters. Maybe, maybe we'll get some more information. Maybe we'll get some casting. Maybe we'll get some some dates, some release dates, some synopsises. Uh, Tommy, our reporter in the field, will be uh, coming through twisted fingers and all. Yes. Uh, And the two last quick headlines here that are non-Marvel or Star Wars related. Uh, I love this. This popped up yesterday. But the Duffer Brothers, the creators of the Stranger Things series, said that you know they're they're planning a the Stranger the current Stranger Things story will end after its fifth season. Uh, but then they're planning already a spinoff that they haven't told any about anybody about, including Netflix. Though apparently, just on set one day, actor Finn Wolfhard uh, correctly guessed the premise of it. So either it's extremely easy and any random sixteen-year-old uh, can figure it out, or you know maybe he's got a little clairvoyance in him. Maybe he's got the shining in him. I, I think I, he, I don't know. I think he cheated and he hacked some emails. Tommy, I gotta let you know there's some late-breaking news. You've won the poll to swear. Our first swear has been unlocked, Tommy, and the people think you deserve it for some reason. Wow, that's absolutely incredible. Now, is this a profanity-laden tirade, or do I just get one swear? I mean, (laughs) you do with it what you will. I gotta tell you, I am so fucking excited to go to the goddamn Star Wars celebration tomorrow. Those motherfuckers have no idea what this big bastard's gonna bring to that scenario. I'm talking fucking photo shoots. I'm talking fucking meeting greets. I'm talking bring your best shit to me. I'll sign it. I'll sign you. You sign me. People signing my tits. I'm signing their tits. It's gonna be fucking crazy. I'll sign butts. I'll sign nuts. I'll sign coconuts, and you can take that to the fucking bank, baby, because I'm the man. Thank Farrick. That was a good tirade. Wow. Wow. Whoever, a couple of folks that pushed this, uh, Orton Chopin, Just Me, everybody that contributed to that, I think we all got our money's worth. John Chopin. Yeah. Took the call from YouTube right now. This is <laughs> shut down. This video. Uh, it was the signing, but sign not signing coconuts and really push us over the top there. <laughs> they hate coconuts. And, and then finally, I just my last headline here. I want to push my pro Dune agenda. Here we go. Definitely my favorite movie of last year. I'm so jazzed for the the sequel coming up. Austin Butler, who we'll see soon portraying Elvis Presley. Uh, in in that that film uh, has been officially cast as Fade Rotha, uh, the uh, the nephew of uh, Baron Harkonnen, mm. um, the brother to Dave Bautista's Beast Raban. Uh, this comes along with we're getting Florence Pugh as the um, Princess Irulan. We're getting um, Christopher Walken as uh, the Emperor. I mean, cast is coming together. Denis Villeneuve's out there teasing a third film. Hasn't even started filming on the second. And he's teasing a hey, third. That's that, that, uh, 
thespian. I'm only thespian. signed up for one, baby. I ain't doing two. That's thirsty thespians and drunk directors right there. Everybody <laughs> driven directors. I said I'd do one dune. I'm not, I, I won't do another one. I'll play the emperor one time. That's it. That's beautiful. A That's a beautiful impression. But we got to get to back to Thor, guys. Enough with these headlines. It's time for our break room, break or breakdown, guys. Break or breakdown. Uh, we, there's so much going on in this Thor Love and Thunder trailer. If you saw on the channel, Eric put out his breakdown of the of the trailer yesterday. 20 minutes for a little minute and a half trailer. Beautiful work, Eric. We love it as always. Uh, but there was a really interesting theory he brings up uh, in his breakdown that could connect, you know, the actions of Gore with stuff that was brought up in the Eternals. Uh, John, will you roll that clip for him? This blue-skinned race is actually the same tribe that the Guardians fight alongside in the other shots. I'm thinking they're the Zatoan tribe of the planet Centauri Four, the same tribe as Yondu, which is why the Guardians feel such a kinship with this tribe, wanting to defend Yondu's home planet. So if this planet is Yondu's home world of Centauri Four, that would make these other planets and stars in the sky part of the Alpha Centauri system, Alpha Centauri being the largest sun in the sky. And it's interesting that we can see so many of the other planets in the horizon, because it could be how this movie visually can my theory that Centauri's neighboring planet of Centauri 6, referenced in Eternals as a past planet that the Eternals helped destroy to birth the Celestial, could get referenced in this movie. We might even see the ruins of that planet in the sky, and that could be the home world of Gore, the reason why he hates all gods now. I really love this theory, uh, mainly because in the comics, you know, Gore is from a planet that doesn't have a name. It, it's kind of part of his story where it's just like, it doesn't matter, right? He's, he's one of many people in the, in the universe who feel like they've been betrayed by a godly figure who's supposed to protect them. And, you know, within the Marvel Universe, there's uh, strong evidence that gods are real. You know, we can have that debate in our universe all we want, uh, but God is a woman uh, and she's real. Uh, but, but for Gore, you know, he's had enough, right? But I love this idea that he's from this planet that we've heard about via, you know, the Eternals, when uh, Athene kind of has that memory of destroying Centauri 6 or the destruction of Centauri 6. Uh, I love this idea that Gore's from there. Like, that ties this all together so well, uh, which I think would be really interesting. But wouldn't it mean he's been around for a long time? Because that would have happened thousands of years ago, uh, according well, to, like, I the think cycle. his race is... Aren't they very old? I mean, they could Maybe be Maybe that's just old. me. I think they are very old. That's why I was like, that makes sense. I but keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, no, that's, well, that's a fair question. That also could explain some of his appearance, right? Mm. Like maybe mm. he didn't always look that way, but now that he's lived well, a thousand years hunting yeah. down gods, maybe he's kind of Well, also in the comics he was like stranded in the desert for days, and they probably days doesn't sound like a lot to some people, but so they probably in the movie stretched the truth and was like, he was stranded in the desert for months well, without water or food. And a day, so, you know, to us is how long it takes oh, our planet true. to to rotate once in a year is how long it takes it to go around the sun for every planet in our solar system those figures are very different so a day for someone could be thousands of our years you know yeah uh, so he could have been wandering forever in the sun in the sand crawling and he also is like someone that is able to breathe in space and like fly and do all this other stuff you think their body's gonna Marvel has done a really bad job of making us feel like people should look like this no matter how much they can lift, drink, do whatever the heck they're doing. But uh, this man is real. Oh, oh my gosh. Whoa. God bless. Um, God bless. God bless. 
the super players. chat. We've hit another uh, milestone there, so we'll run a poll and uh, determine who gets to unleash uh, a filthy, a filthy uh, tirade. Jonathan Pitcher. Filthy. filthy. Wow. Thank you for your generosity. Um, I like that thought. Wouldn't it be wild though? Like we know that floating head of nowhere has been out there. Mm -hmm. You know, there's other gods we were talking about that we've never seen. So maybe they've been killed off screen, like Cthulhu, right? Or, or or different kind of celestial beings. But like, how low key has this guy been? Not L O K I, but L O W K E Y. <laughs> that like he's able to behead a celestial, and nobody's whispered his name yet yeah. in an MCU film, right? Yeah, like, it's wild. It's yeah, I love the idea. Well, and we don't know what the uh, Necrosword's powers have given this guy. You know, maybe it gave him, like, the ability to live for even longer than he's supposed to live or be around for a long time. But that's a good point, Zach, because, like, if he's been... I, I, I don't... I hope this movie doesn't set up that, like, oh, yesterday he started killing gods and here right. we go. The idea that he's been out there for a long time but just hasn't popped up on our radar yet or hasn't got even close to Earth because... In the comics, you know, they established that all these different planets have their own gods and their own deities. I mean, think of all the gods that we have on Earth. Uh, all these planets could have multiple iterations of gods. So if he's just out there taking out gods that are far away from anything we know, mm. it maybe he's never shown up on on like Thor's radar before. And, and, and now he's being drawn to us. He's 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 so he's well. Who couldn't be drawn to you, Brandon? But first, mm. but and also like we we've learned kind of from like. Movies and literature, like, longevity and immortality breeds insanity, right? Like, the longer someone is alive in a book or a movie, it's like, they tend to, like, even if they don't age at that rate and they're not ancient looking, they tend to have just experienced and seen so much traumatic stuff that they're insane. And they feel justified in doing these ultra-violent acts and, like, basically acts of genocide or acts of mass murder because they're like, well... I've basically seen other people doing this for their various causes and their, you know, their what they feel is righteous. And now it's my turn. And I have a feeling with Gore, it's going to be that case where it's like, yes. he's now well, reached an ancient point and he's completely insane. We've, we've all found in the last couple of years that the more isolated you are, mm -hmm. the more nuts you go. Yeah. Uh, and if you only have an evil sword yeah. and maybe a bunch of goo monsters, right. black goo monsters to kind of like keep you company. Right. That will maybe uh, speed up the going nuts process. Absolutely. Now, yeah. now, Jessica, I have a question for you. Do you think that Gore might have killed any gods in the MCU already? Do you think that's um, possible? And I want you to consider this as seen? you answer. As you answer, you won our next swear. You were gifted the next swear. Oh. Uh, so as you answer, feel free to throw some some uh, obscenities into your your response here. But yeah, oh, maybe not even a god. Cat is driving me insane. Maybe not even a cat, uh, a god that we've seen, Jessica. But like a god that hasn't shown up in the MCU that's prominent in the comics Abs because Gore has already killed them. Oh, that's a good question. That's a good fucking question. I am so, I'm sorry to like jump in this right fucking now. My cat is driving me insane. She thinks that I took the fucking juice, the dumb bitch juice today, and I did not. And it's pissing me off. I, you guys out there with kids, I know how, I know your life. <laughs> Maybe Gore had a cat. cat. Maybe Gore had a cat. I Gore got up. a cat and was like, I need to go kill every god right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would never ever harm my cat but it this makes me want to fly into space and kill all the gods um 
I don't, I, I feel like he definitely has killed someone already. But the thing that I'm irritated about is it's going to be such a minuscule god to us because we haven't seen them in the MCU. Mm-hmm. We're going to be like, oh, we're not going to have any attachment to what that god is. So I think he definitely has. I'm trying to think of one of the ones that he. Well, he's been he was he's been chasing Odin forever, but Odin's already dead. Maybe, unless Odin comes back. I mean, what if it gets revealed that like he killed Boar at some point? Like he was the one that killed Boar. Although Whoa, a so lot he's of t- been out there. Yeah. He's been out there for a while. Like a lot of times I Not think sure. I think it was just like with like Odin and Boar. You know, we saw Odin just kind of like I'm dead uh, and like dissipates. And I'm I dead. think it's assumed Boar did essentially the same thing, but what if it was like an involvement of gore at some point? Maybe that'll piss off Thor even more. He's like, my grandfather, you killed my papa. You killed, killed my, my geeky. Now, speaking of, <laughs> speaking of uh, Boar and Gore and Thor, um, we also see, we see Gore thrust his sword into that land, right? Like we also see a later shot of like what looks like a moon or a tiny planet kind of like, vibrating or exploding or something like that shacks raining down now eric in in the breakdown speculated that could be gore killing a celestial before they've hatched Mm. out of their weird celestial egg in in the core of a planet like do we think that's possible i mean i i I think it's a cool idea and i really like it Though that planet Probably makes him a like, villain, right? Like, yeah, if he kills a, an infant. Like I, I guess. So also an infant. Gonna, well, they were trying to kill yeah. Thor, or they were trying to kill Thanos. 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 And no matter what, in the chat, y'all gonna make fun of the way I pronounce it. <laughs> I think it's pronounced. I, I think it's anyway. pronounced Tahanos. 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 El, I think it's Thanos. 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 Oh, I'll be asking that question at Celebration too. What's up with his Thanos? <laughs> Show me Thrawn's famous. Uh, yeah, I think I think like these and and more like the backstory, the motivation, some of the details of Gore. There's like a great more so than maybe a lot of Marvel villains. There's a great way they can tie him into so many existing characters, properties, mythologies, all kinds of stuff. I think it's going to be epic the way they do this, um, and and we'll be excitedly enthusiastically talking about gore probably for the next week or so uh when we're not talking about obi-wan and miss marvel and some of the other properties um but now we want to thank some of the folks that help us bring this show to you specifically this week we're uh celebrating our friends at athletic greens tommy's holding his athletic Greens shaker cup there uh tommy's a big fan of their ag1 product that he mentioned earlier he's taken with him they got these nice little travel packets you can take with you to star wars celebration um Tommy, you've you've been drinking that every day. How are you feeling? I mean, I I gotta say, I'm a chronic napper. I'm a man who loves to nap. I have not felt compelled to nap this week since I've been taking the Athletic Greens. Now I don't know if it's because we've had so much exciting news, but I I gotta be honest with you. I think you know I definitely notice an increase in energy, and I also notice uh, an increase in sharpness. I feel a little oh. sharper. You've, feel, you know, you've seemed sharper. We hung yeah. out in person a little bit last night, yeah. and you were sharp yeah. as a tack, Tommy. Tommy's yeah. been killing it on the and work he, slack, uh, on our work slack for Wordle. He's been really yeah, showing off yeah. his mental really, agility. Really hitting off some, five, so some fives and unders. Also, the other day, I, I was outside, and this woman screamed, Oh, my God, there's a bearded baby. Look how smooth that bearded baby's skin is, but he's all alone. Where are his parents? Someone thought, because my skin looks so good, that I was a baby, and they came up and they swaddled me, 
in one of they put they took a tarp down from a from a car wash. They swaddled me in the tarp, and then like seven people lifted me up and rocked what? me to sleep. They thought you were a six foot tall bearded baby. Yeah, they said, "Look at that giant bearded baby!" Oh and then I can't help it. You know me; I'm a consummate showman. So I started crying like a baby. Then I got on my back and put my legs and hands up in the air, and you know, I really sold it for him. Anyway, thanks, uh, Athletic Greens. Speaking of selling it, uh, yeah, Tommy's feeling so good because he's getting those 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and all that other great stuff uh, to start his day off right with Athletic Greens. You know, the backstory of Athletic Greens is is kind of interesting. The The founder was this guy who's kind of diagnosed with all these gut issues, and, and he started, you know, he had to develop this, like, treatment plan of, like, all these different um, complicated, like, supplements and all this kind of stuff, and it was a lot of different pills and things, and it was expensive. And so he developed the Athletic Greens as like this nice, simple, optimal nutrition plan. And now we all get to benefit from that as well. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. You'll be feeling as good as baby Tommy. Uh, that's it. No need for a million pills and supplements uh, to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-boosting vitamin D and five free travel packs you can take with you to Star Wars Celebration or any other event uh, with your first- Oh, purchase. shoot, no, no, okay, simple, sorry. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Uh, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash breakroom, slash breakroom. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash breakroom. The link's probably in this description of this video as well. You can just click it there. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And then I also just want to plug real quick, um, our, our merch partners over at newrockstarsmerch.com in the next few days, they're going to be dropping a brand new latest obsession shirt for Obi-Wan. It's a very cool shirt. They've got a whole line planned for Obi-Wan. These are the limited edition shirts that when you buy it, you can unlock a feature where you get to leave a message that um, will play during Wookiee leaks that Tommy and Eric Voss host. They'll even read out some of those if you wanna ask a question, leave a shout out, whatever it might be. Uh, you can get that, you can unlock that feature by buying one of those latest obsession Obi-Wan shirts. So keep an eye out if you're a subscriber to the uh, Epic Hero merch newsletter, you'll get notified the second they go live. Cool, all right. Now, Tommy, I normally transition to you doing mandatory fun. Too bad, because <laughs> this girl is hosting mandatory fun play my damn graphic john oh no Je jessica you don't know what you're doing if you don't play if this the special friends song who do stuff together you is for you and me and is for anywhere at any time at all and play my graphic for mandatory fun one more time that's twice baby efforts for fire that burns down the whole town you is for uranium bomb and is yes, for no is survivors when you plank in it's mandatory fun, you guys. This is the mandatory fun hosted by Jessica Clemens this time because you know why? Yesterday's mandatory fun, I won. Not Tommy, not Brandon, and not Zach, and certainly not John. It was me. <laughs> I sang for Gore the God Butcher, and I won, and my winnings is to host today's mandatory fun. And for today's mandatory fun, we are all still hyped for Thor Love and Thunder, as Brandon said. We're never not going to be hyped for that. That trailer just dropped. We're still excited about it. But who is our true leader and who is our true captain? Is it Star-Lord or is it Thor? Um, and now that we're going to see the Guardians a little bit in Thor Love and Thunder, I think we need to finally address some things that we have questions about. Mm. So we're going to figure out who our real captain is. 
I'm going to give you guys five quotes. Five okay. quotes. You have to guess if this is a Thor quote or a Star-Lord quote. Ooh. In the chat, feel free to give out your answers of what you think it is. In the chat, make sure you can do like a star for Star-Lord, a mm -hmm. lightning bolt for Thor. You can just yell it if you want. You can be like, Jessica, <laughs> eh, you're wrong, but I know I'm not. So... Are y'all ready? Are you yes. guys ready? We're gonna see who really knows also Marvel through these we, quotes. Are we buzzing in? Are you going one by one? No, we're gonna. I'm gonna read the quote and then I'll do Brandon, Zach, Tommy, okay. and you guys tell me who you think it is. You okay. can even give me a little explanation, but you don't have to. You can just give me whatever you want, and then I'll say who the right one is. Ready? Okay. Okay. For our first quote, for the first time in my life, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. I'll repeat. For the first time in my life, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Mm, mm. Who said this? Was this Thor or was this Star-Lord? Brandon, I'm going to you first. I'm going to say Thor in the first Thor film directed by Kenneth Branagh. No, that's too okay, much Okay, that gets you that that gets you no. Yeah, I was like that gets you no extra points. <laughs> but if you want to say it, go ahead. Zach I, I'm also leaning Thor. He's a person who's kind of like dramatically changes his destiny. That yeah, so I'm going to say Thor. Okay, and that gets you extra points if you get it right. <laughs> Tommy. Uh, Tommy already won. This one. <laughs> Tommy already won. This one is, of course, said by Star Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy Part Deux. Part Deux. Part yes. Deux. Ooh. Though I want to give you all points, <laughs> the correct answer is Thor. Ah! So, Brandon and Zach, that's one point. One point, Brandon and Zach. Next quote. Are we ready? Are we ready? Yes. We've already established that you are destroying that you destroying this ship I'm on is not saving me. Who says this? I will repeat. We've already established that you destroying the ship I'm on is not what is not saving me. Brandon? I'm gonna I'm gonna say not saving me. Star Lord says that one. Okay. Star Lord. I'm going to say Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Zach, Zach. A little bit of me thinks this might be a trick question. This might be from Ragnarok, where Thor definitely did a lot of spaceship driving and riding. But I'm going to say I'm also going to go Star Lord. All right, all right. Zach will get extra points if this is correct. <laughs> Tommy? Uh, I love oh, it. no, there's a jam. <laughs> I'm never going to get tired of this damn flute. Uh, the answer is Thor, as said to Valkyrie in the movie Thor Ragnarok. Oh. Mm. All of you guys had great answers. But the answer is Star-Lord. Ah, it baby. is Star-Lord. Brandon and Zach are at two points each. Tommy's at zero, but Tommy, I'd give you six. We'll speed it up. Third one. Sometimes the thing you're searching for your whole life is right by your side all along. Sometimes oh, the thing you're searching for your whole life has been right by your side all along. Who said it? Yeah. Brandon? Star-Lord. He says it to Gamora. Yep. Oh, Zach, you're agreeing? Star-Lord, yes. Okay. And Tommy? You're simply wrong. <laughs> uh, said by uh, Vincent D'Onofrio's Thor in Adventures in Babysitting. Ooh. Ooh. If you guys want me to give your point to Tommy, I can. But Tommy, you are also wrong. Ah. It is Star-Lord. <laughs> Star-Lord. Fourth one. Fourth one. Who's this purple weirdo? Who's this purple Who's weirdo? Who's this purple weirdo? Yeah. Okay. 
I'll go first Brandon. here. I feel bad. Well, oh, I feel oh. bad that Brandon always has to go first because then I've just, I see, it seems like I'm He's copying his answer. stealing my answers. I'm gonna, oh. This is a tough one because I feel like that's the kind of line both of these characters would deliver. But I'm, I'm going to say Star-Lord. Okay. Weirdo feel, feels like a Star-Lord word. I'd like to go last. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Thor. Maybe it's that little knife, little knife guy. What's his name? I forget his name. Oh, yeah. Not Meek, but yeah. Yeah, I think it's Meek. Beep. Uh, you're both wrong. The answer is, uh, I know this. The answer is Rocket. The answer is Rocket. Okay, it's, no matter what, I said that at the top of the show that it is Thor or Star-Lord. It's an oh, A-B answer, and he okay. can pick and see. Start, start. Uh, then I think it's the th- 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 store lord stored. Yeah. Okay, so both? I think they uh, both say it, yeah. The correct answer is Thor. Yep, that's the what I said, The correct answer Thor. is yep. Thor. Nope, you didn't. Only Brandon got that. Last one, are you mocking me? Ooh. Are you mocking me? Ooh. This is the last I feel like they, one. I feel like one of them says it to the other one. I think De Niro says yeah. this in Goodfellas, right? <laughs> I'm tired of you, Tommy. Tommy, it's I've a, had it up to here with you. Pesci. Pesci Lord. Um, I amuse you? I'm going to go, are you mocking me? I think... I go, think. Oh, go ahead, Brandon. I'll say, I think Thor says it to Star-Lord. Yeah, I'm going to say that as well, Thor. You're both simply wrong. Uh, it's Star Lord, uh, as said to John C. Riley's character in Guardians of the Galaxy One. You're all wrong. <laughs> it was both of them. Ah! They both say, "Are you mocking uh, me?" When they both, when Chris, well, when then Chris we're all Pratt right. is mocking his voice, we're all right. In addition to no, all being wrong, no, both no, you it. had to say both. You were, no, you had to say, you had to say both. You had to say both. And what? the winner is tech. Technically, the winner is Brandon. So what? Oh, okay, that's fine then. That's fine. Then. <laughs> Thanks for letting me host mandatory fun, Jessica. You I... did an amazing job, and because you did such an amazing job, I now place the mandatory fun crown on you for the remainder of the week. You are in control of mandatory fun for two more days, but then Monday, Tom Squad's back, and we're defeated all. Well, Monday we're we're on vacation. I think Monday we're on vacation. Monday, (laughs) I'll be celebrating Memorial Day or acknowledging or observing Memorial Day. I will play as loudly as Tommy, and I will flirt with everyone of the contestants like Tommy, and I will have also an alternate personality that comes out. Uh, Her name is Diane Simmons, and she. She works for CAA. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. She's with anybody she's a talking agent. about. She's a, ca- she's a casting My girlfriend agent. watches you this show. My I, info to you know, flirting here. What a, what a backstory. Um, now, first off, uh, Tommy, Jessica, myself, producer John, Philip Molina, all got to go last night to the IMAX screening, an early screening of Top Gun Maverick. Um, I almost screwed up the tickets, but we got in. We didn't miss any of the footage. You almost did. screwed up the ticket? Yes. We, we it's missed, so funny. It we, is so funny. <laughs> we missed the first half of uh, the Nicole Kidman. Uh, well, we walked in right as she said, somehow, heartbreak feels good feels in the place. Yes. This is, this, the, for the folks at home, this is a classic Zach move, I feel like. Almost screwing up the tickets, but still getting them. Good job. But coming through in the end. But coming through in the end. And we have a lot of thoughts on the screen. Big shout out to IMAX. I will say, we'll talk a little bit about our thoughts. No spoilers. Um, you got to see this movie in IMAX. Yes. I'm not just yes. saying it this. Is, 
because they they let us see it for free and they hooked us up. Shout out to uh, Gabriella and, and Zoe who who were able to hook that up with with IMAX. Um, this is just the movie that's made for IMAX. I yes. mean, incredible. Uh, but it is so. Yeah, I did. I wasn't so there. So I will be the proxy for the audience, uh, you folks at home who also have not got to see the film yet. I, I'm very sad not to be there. My first big question is like, and I've seen this in a lot of the trailer footage. I'm I'm sure it's real. Like, this is some we're seeing some real planes doing some real stuff. It doesn't feel like yeah. a bunch of CGI. Right? That's what Tom Cruise said before the movie started. Yeah, he was he there? Right. Was he there? Yeah, he came uh, out. No, they project? showed a clip. They showed a clip of it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. They, they, they gave allowed... a 200 uh, question quiz during the movie to do a personality test. It was pretty interesting, cool. Interesting. Uh, uh, that's we should very give each other yeah. nicknames like they do for the floor. Oh, yeah. What would be our call sign? I yeah. know. I, I wanted Cyclone because I, I can shake my body. And, oh, and then there's someone in the movie named Cyclone. So yeah, John Hamm. John Hamm is Cyclone. So I can't I would, take that name. I would be Chameleon. I, I, that'd be my Ooh, name because I'd be on the radio be. doing different voices when I was flying the plane. <laughs> I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fly the mission, she. We're gonna fly the mission." Like, Who's that? That's Chameleon. That's too long of a name to use. That's oh chameleon. no, Chameleon, we need you. We're going down. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't be there right now. I'm an old grandma. Oh, that would be wow. <laughs> wow. And then you've already exploded by the time you get through all those voices. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that way the the enemies don't understand. There, the there are some chat. great new calls, and of course we get Iceman and Maverick both get mentioned. As somebody already said, Cyclone, Hangman, Coyote. Um, there's some really good ones. Payback. Yes, Payback is a fun one. Now, do you guys do you guys think uh, the news this week was that like this movie is projected to take in a uh, hundred and eighty million dollars in its global opening this weekend? I think it's opening everywhere this weekend. Uh, and they, they've been sitting on this movie for like two years. I think people are really excited to see it. If it makes 180 million global opening, this would be the biggest global opening for a Tom Cruise movie ever, which I thought was really crazy. Yeah, is Mission Impossible, crazy? dude. No, I mean, maybe, I mean, certainly grossing overall more. But in the first week, this will be the, the first biggest weekend. one ever. And I think they've been helped with one, like you said, anticipation, two. A lot of people have seen this movie in advance. They've they screened mm -hmm. it for critics. You know, usually when something like this, a big sequel that they what do they call legacy sequels, where there's a huge gap between the first and second film, a lot of times they don't screen it for 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 a lot of uh, reviewers until the very last minute because they're worried that it's going to get panned and then people will just skip it. This one has been seen by almost everyone that would review the movie, and it's overwhelmingly positive. Yes, right. Like it is. Yeah. Are, such a good i can't i'm seeing it again like it is it's so fun it's so fun i like this one more than the first one for me personally i thought it was very fun and so close to pride month it is yeah. outstanding <laughs> and i did want to i did want to mention my call name would be backshots uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh it kind of sounds like oh, back no. too it has a nice ring no yeah. wait 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 and then you meet, they're meeting like, why is this thing getting back shots? You don't even want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't even want to know. It, it, don't worry. His plane just flew into the side yeah, of my, a mountain. Mine's so going to be. We don't have to worry about gonna, him anymore. Mine's going to be donkey punch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. This is serious, this is guys. Is back shot. Donkey <laughs> punch. Get in my office. <laughs> you guys. You know what mine would be? Uh, and if this is mine like, would be Hollandaise. Uh, oh. Both because I'm uh, creamy and white and. <laughs> And delicious. Oh, okay, so you're not gonna tell Zach to stop? <laughs> you're not gonna tell Zach to stop? No, 
no, Zaddy's just, just speaking his truth right now. Okay, making his so, oh, he's gonna he's gonna nickname himself Hollandaise, and everyone's gonna call him Zaddy. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "That's you not your." You nickname. can't make your own nickname. It gets forced upon you by unwillingly. Uh, yes, I, I want to say, yes, going back yes. to like this, making a ton of money. I agree, you know, Tom Cruise has the kind of star power. He forced the studio not to drop this on a streaming service, right? (laughs) Paramount wanted to put this on Paramount Plus, just like, you know, HBO Max did with so many of the big films over the last, like, year and a half. He refused to let them do that. He insisted on it had to be a big theatrical opening. That's why it got delayed so long. But, like, I will say... It's a pretty great theatrical experience. Now, this was biased. Yes. This was an early screening. I still, I'm wearing my pen that we got last night. Um, yeah. But the number of applause breaks during this film, not just like at the end or after like a big battle or something like that, like random character shows up, applause, random line gets dropped, applause. Like the audience was jacked for this from like the gray haired old dudes that were probably, you know, 20 when the original came out to like the 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 twelve year olds coming to see it with their parents, right? Like this felt like a four quadrant movie in that classic style. It's very much like a PG thirteen action feel good popcorn with great eighties and nineties action lines. Mm. You know, the, like so lines that said in real life, you'd be like, "That person is insane," but somehow. In a, in a, in a, you know, lines like that feel good in a place like this. <laughs> it just works. It just works. Now, uh, uh, do you think you need to rewatch the OG? No. Come in, you I did. Can you come in well, fresh? Can you well, come in fresh? I, I think you do. I think you do. I did. I also haven't watched, like, I realize it's been so long since I've watched Top Gun, mm. but there were, like, if you've never seen the original Top Gun, there'll be too many times in this movie you'll be like, who is this? Who is this? Why is this person important? They show a lot of flashback footage. Yeah, I was going to say. They definitely, I think that you will not be worse for the wear if you watch the original. One, because you get to watch original Top Gun. And two, because it will make a lot of the connections even more strong for you when you watch it. But as Zach said, they they do spoon feed you pretty much any really key connections you'd need to make are like, here is a literal flashback of this scene of these two people, and this is why they feel this way about each other. Mm. So it's, it's a short movie. It's also on Netflix, the first one yeah. um, to watch. And there's a part in the first one, I specifically, there's clearly a very dramatic scene. I'm not trying to spoil a movie that came out like 40 years ago. There's a very dramatic scene that didn't grab me emotionally as much as it did in this movie, the second mm. one. And the second okay. one, I felt deep about it. But in mm. the first one, I was like, you guys didn't make, I didn't. I wasn't strong, I wasn't close enough to, I guess, yeah. this plot as I was in this movie. The second one okay. is so that's, fun. It's so that, fun. That's a good way of putting fun. it, Jessica. And and again, can't I can't say enough, the IMAX of it all. Also, go to a theater yes. with great sound, like IMAX theaters often yeah. have, because this is like when these jets are taking off, you feel like you're on the deck of these aircraft carriers. Like the it's gut, the gut rumble is insane. Definitely not for the faint of heart, though. No, <laughs> that that shot of a, a jet engine going, it vibrated through my chest. I was next to John the entire time. 
grabbing him. I'm always like grabbing his arm and shaking him at scenes and being like whispering. <laughs> we also moved our seats. We stole different other oh, seats. Oh, nice. Right, John? Oh, We're bad oh, okay. people. We're bad people. And boys. I got to say, one of the craziest cameos from R2-D2 that we've seen in any film so far. I was going to say, is is the rumor true that uh, Maverick winds up fighting all the different Mavericks from across the Top Gun? Yeah. How did you know? I, I read a leak. He fights, read he fights Penelope oh. Cruz. He fights Tom Cruise. He fights, now, he fights if, Tyo if is, Cruz. Can I he fights can Celia I, Cruz. He fights I, a cruise ship. Can I, and if this is too spoilery, tell me it's too spoilery and you refuse to answer. But like, do they have someone to fight in this movie? I mean, yes, it, and they, it, they handle it. It's, it's not an AI. They handle is it, it like an AI gone wrong? There's an enemy country that is literally never named. We never see a oh, flag. Okay. We never see, uh, they never name a city or a country or a region. Um, it appears Love to it. have like an Alpine vibe. There's some evergreen trees and some snow on the ground. I thought it was clearly Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Sokovia? Is it Sokovia oh, coming up? Sokovia confirmed. Uh, and we'll, we'll maybe talk a little bit more about Top Gun uh, Maverick in, in the coming weeks. I don't know that we're going to cover a lot on new rock stars. We'll see. If, if you really want us to do a breakdown of that, Throw that in the chat. Let us know. Otherwise, we're going to um, hit a few super chats here really quick. Thank you for everybody that was chatting along with us in the show and throwing in super chats. We appreciate you. Uh, Orden Choppin saying, need to hear from the Big Head Gang. Can I get a shout out, Big Head Gang? Uh, Big Head Gang, baby. Big Head Gang. Tommy's got shout his out. hat on right now. Shout out to you, Orden Choppin. Uh, just me saying, do you guys think Thor is going to visit Omnipotent City? I'm not familiar with that. I assume that's a reference to the comics. Yeah, I th it's like something in the comics. It's like a, I think it's basically like the court or something. I think it's like part of the celestial mm. or cosmic court. I think it's like one of those weird interdimensional places where big, big cosmic stuff happens. Yeah, I guess you'll just have to watch for yourself, you freaking nerd. I'm never yeah. city. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Tommy. Uh, real quick, Rupert, Rupert Jameson might have my favorite chat comment I've seen in a long time. Thanus, because they, because <laughs> they ain't us. Thanus, because they ain't us. They ain't us, folks. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my body. Rupert, man, uh, come on the show. That is yeah. that. Good lord, you're hired. Thanus, because you're hired. Us. Oh, uh, match match one four three did say Tommy's call sign should be potty mouth. Oh, good one. I like that. that. I do like backshot, but or, or but, what about big head? <laughs> Big head back told? I don't <laughs> big big I like potty mouth and I'm Potty Mouth is potty good. Mouth. It's a little cleaner. What's this guy's name? His call sign is cream pie. Get him out of here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he plays the flute. He plays the flute really uh, quick and then scores. Oh, this away. isn't a flute. This is Thanos' dick. Oh, Sorry about okay. that. Wow. It is a Wednesday. The, the swear jar it never got Wednesday. closed. Um, he's trying to get it all in before he's gone for the rest of the yeah, week. We, uh, I'm going to miss you guys. Come on. Again, we thank everybody for channeling along with us and for watching this episode, for watching all of our break room episodes. We appreciate you. You make this even more fun to do. We'll be back tomorrow and Friday, same time. Uh, we'll be back in the studio tomorrow. So if you haven't loved this remote look, 
We haven't loved it as much either. We like being in the same room at the same table. I need to get back in the office or my cat will keep terrorizing me. You guys do not understand. Yes. I mean, this show is always a blast to do, but it's a whole different vibe and it's a different fun energy in the studio. So we'll be back there starting tomorrow. Tommy will be uh, reporting back from Star Wars Celebration and we'll be having fun the rest of the week. So uh, thank you again, everybody. Have a great rest of your day.